It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcast, your go-to source for nerd knowledge in the 21st century. I am Steve Pugh. Forgot my name there for a second. Holy cow! I'm I'm getting old. Uh, I am joined with the wonderful, the adorable, my Hodor, Mr. Kevin Bobbins, as well as we have a special co-host or a special guest tonight, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We have Tommy Ringwald of Tommy Supplies. Uh, he is a tattoo connoisseur. Uh, he is a guy to go to for all things tattoos. And he runs one of the coolest conventions here in, I would say, the New England area, uh, Tommy's Tattoos Convention. Uh, so we have brought him on the show to talk about this and talk about nerd culture and tattoos and, you know, just nerd out with us. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Pleasure as yeah. always. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and get right into this because... I have a ton of questions and I'm sure Kevin has some questions. I do um, actually. Uh, so fun fact first, uh, Tom, Kevin has no tattoos. So we're going to That's convince true. him to get a tattoo by the end of the night. Uh, that is, uh, that is our goal. This. Well, I'm your guide to get you the right direction for that, man. <laughs> and that's what, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, I was like, man, I, was, I told him, I was like, Kev, you know, you want to come on and do this episode? And he's like, you know, I know nothing about tattoos. I'm like, wait, you don't have any? And he goes, no. And I was like, oh, we have I, a goal for tonight. I thought about getting a tattoo probably 20 years ago. And when I was in a punk band and it was going to be like an anti-swastika and everybody, all my friends are like, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like, why? I don't like Nazis. It makes sense. <laughs> and I fortunately was convinced not to get it. And then I haven't really considered getting one since. No, 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 no. Hold up. We're not going to graze over this, this, this moment you just had here. You were in a punk rock band. Yeah. What? Wasn't that everyone? Everyone? When they got out of high school? <laughs> what did you play? Guitar. Oh, a concert. <laughs> what was the name of your band? Oh, wait, like six of them. We just kept losing members and reforming them. <laughs> All right, what was your last so, one? Uh, when Freedom Dies. That's it like sounds a, like a soap opera. I, I was going to say, it sounds like an emo band name. Are you sure you weren't emo? Did you have like the long hair? Down? I wanted like, to be. I was too big. <laughs> Only skinny kids could be emo. Um, uh, Tom, welcome to the show. We go on tangents all the time. So, uh, you know, this is just kind of a, a normal thing. Uh, but let's go ahead and... Let's learn about you, Tom. You have this amazing thing that you've done. 
and I, I, I'm so excited to talk about it. But, you know, as always, we like to learn about you. So, sir, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, how did you, you know, who are you? I'm Tom Ringwald, the owner of Tommy's Tattoo Supplies, which is Tommy Supplies, but we definitely had the tattoo in it. Uh, I own Starbright Colors. We produce and manufacture one of the top brands in the entire world. Um, we have a district in every country. We put a lot of time and effort into all that. And I'm just a huge icon of the tattoo industry. And uh, I enjoy it so much because you don't have to be yourself when you're in this industry. You can be whoever you want to be, and they're going to accept you for who you are, not what you are. I, I see. I seriously do love that because every tattoo I've gotten and I've done it at a few different places. I've never felt like I was the awkward person that I wasn't welcomed. And I love that camaraderie. It's, it's, it's very welcoming and it's very nice. And correct me if I'm wrong, but your business, isn't it a family like owned run? Like, it, aren't you like the second generation of doing this? It is a family run business. My dad started in the early nineties. I took over in 2004 because it was failing dramatically and I was able to pull something out of this and make it happen and it became a sort of local slash small international business to a very large international and local business and I have an amazing team and they're still family based um, out of my company and even if you're a friend that comes into my company you are family it's family all the way that is awesome on something so let me ask you this then how does it feel to know you are one of the largest and you are international in your area of expertise? So it feels amazing, actually. It feels really, really good. And, and that's that. I have, a, I have a great team who helps me back up all my decisions. Every plan I put out there, my staff takes it and they pull through and fall through with it. You know, I might be the brains behind it, but you need a motor to run that company. And uh, that's what I have. I have the brains and the motor put together and we destroy it. Um, for anything we take on, projects, new, new uh, products, new uh, mixing of our inks. And I also got to give the utmost consideration to my customers and my distributors for they take my company to the level where it's at today. If it wasn't for all them, it would be no Tommy Supplies. So we always treat our customers in the best way we could possibly treat them. And that's like their family as well. Dude, that's, that's awesome on so many levels. Good for you. And you know, props to being so humble and modest about the thing that you do. And the, the fact that you consider your team as much of a family as you do, that's, yeah. I, tops off to you, dude. That's awesome. Um, so why, why did you go into tattoos? You know, did you just see somebody decked out and like, that's what I want to do for a living? It's a very, it's a very long story, but to try and sum it up as best I can. I met this kid when I was, uh, I'd say about nine years old in Enfield and we were playing and uh, my, he, his dad wanted to meet my father who owned uh, a tattoo um, shop in Enfield, Connecticut. When I introduced my dad to this guy, my dad was specialized in electronics. And this guy had asked my dad, hey, listen, why don't you come work for me, make some uh, um, power supplies. Maybe you could put your electronics into a power supply. And my dad ended up designing it by himself from scratch and end up making the best tattoo needles in the world at that time, which wasn't a big industry back in the early yeah. 90s just getting started. It was all underground. And um, he was able to pull something together that made him who he was, you know, in the, in the early nineties. And then as technology changed, my dad wasn't into technology. So the technology changed and the company started failing, of course, but that's only because he didn't know, you know, the technology and how to keep up with the new parts of the industry. Um, mm -hmm. And that's for my help. And I came in and me and him partnered up and we were the best team you could ever ask for. Dude, that's, that's awesome. 
<laughs> Dude, that's awesome. No, that's 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 really cool. Um, so now I got to ask you this question: How many tattoos do you have, or do you even know anymore? God, I um, so I have <laughs> covered. Um, so I'm not covered like full body suit, but I have pieces. I'm very anal about like even out. So if I have uh-huh. one, half I have to have one on my right. So I'm very okay. even my tattoos, but I got a full back piece. I have my thighs, uh, my calves, my arms, and they're just pieces. It's not full sleeve, but it's a lot of tattoo work. What's your most painful tattoo? My back. I literally, so on my back, right? I had a guy come from uh, uh, Brazil to tattoo my back. I've had my cover up my back four times. Back when I got my back tattoo, I wasn't really in the industry. I was right before I jumped into it. Like uh-huh. hardcore. I've been around my whole life, but when I really jumped into it and started my own business, my father, I had my back done and we did it three days in a row because he did such a great job on all my other cover-ups. I didn't want him to stop. We did eight hours on Friday, six Saturday. I was throwing up by Sunday night. I would never recommend that again, but it came out amazing. It's still coming out amazing. I still have a lot of work on it, but it's getting I'm I'm, I'm sorry. You said three days in a row? I've never done that again in my entire life. Now you're lucky if I want to go five hours, but yes, I did three days. You're insane. I was 18 years old and uh, I was insane. Yes. (laughs) Holy cow. I've, I think tops I've ever done total was six hours and I was, you know, begging for mercy. Like Mm -hmm. I was calling up and that was even, I think it was, I mean, it got, it's on my arm. I got this really great Mm -hmm. tattoo done for my first wife who passed away. So I wanted to get something really good done. But like the back of the arm, you know, that that's nice, tender spot. I remember calling uncle at that at like hour five and just like, all right, let's let's just power through and finish up whatever you're doing. I can't imagine. Long process. So, you know, the worst of it, it hurt so bad. Don't get me wrong. It hurt really bad. <laughs> I had numbing cream back then. So you had, yeah. to, you had to suck it up. But the worst, even the worst, I think, even the, then the pain was the itching. They say don't itch your back and you should never itch your, your tattoos or anything like yeah. that. You should but it's so bad because i had so much work done to it i pretty much traumatized my skin but there wasn't a lot of a lot of history on on how to maintain a tattoo how to take care of it yeah. there was knew until the health department stepped in and now we have all of the far codes on how we should take care of our tattoo to make sure it's the best it could be and healing the best that it can so so yeah all the whole different ballgame than now <laughs> that's awesome all right so because we are a nerd-based podcast i always like to ask my guests these questions even if it's like a subject that we, you know, typically don't think is the most nerdiest. Um, do you have any nerdy fandoms? Are, are there any things in your closet that are nerdy that you would like to let the, the world know about now? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I love Superman growing up. Like I watched, all okay. the, I watched all the movies, all that stuff. So one day I'm uh, nine years old. Um, I put on a, a, a towel and I thought it was Superman. I told my grandma, yeah, I'm going to fly. I know I can. My grandma didn't believe me. I went and jumped off her back pool deck. That's about no. arm because I can thought, thought I could fly like Superman. So yes, I have uh, my, my demon. <laughs> do like, you, so do I you, <laughs> do, so do you collect the comics every once in a while or do you just like yeah, you well, just I, watch I, the movies? Books, um, I collect the pop dolls. I collect uh-huh. baseball cards. I do. I got all kinds of collectibles. Um, I have, baseball cards from the 80s 70s i have these little spongebob things lunchbox all that all these collectibles that i feel like is going to be cool and worth something one day and it's just uh, i love collecting. i love being That's a nerd. Awesome. <laughs> I, I i love that i respect that i respect that um so now here's the one i, I always like to ask people um have you ever or do you have you ever played dungeons and dragons oh my god so i did one year only one okay year. It was back in, uh, I'd say, junior high. I was probably in sixth grade. Uh-huh. And I 
played it real quick. But um, did I get into it? No, I didn't. But I have friends who I were friends with who did it all the time. They went to the clubs. They did the the master clubs. They went to schools projects they did in, in the begin um, during like lunch breaks and and after school hours and stuff like that. Um, I went to one year. I did it off and on for like six months to a year. Not many times. Maybe once every three months. But I enjoyed it. I just, That's uh, I, you know what I props to you. I, I give you credit for trying it and you know going with it and even dedicating a, 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 almost a year to it. Good for you, buddy. I mean, even if it's only once or twice a month, that's dedication. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah, it was um, fun. Yeah, and the magic and all that stuff. But I wanted to be a major league baseball player. That was my okay. goal. Baseball was my dream, and um, it my I didn't make it. But I, as you can see, which maybe I'm happy because I enjoy what I'm doing now. I love it, and uh, I couldn't ask for anything more. Now I know you aren't. You don't tattoo, correct? I just want to make sure. Correct. So I. I started to pick up a gun when I was 16 years old. And that was before any of me getting involved with the tattoo industry, a hundred percent. I was just around it all the time back then. Okay. Um, I was 16 for about a year, but other than that, okay. I, the uh, trades of electrician and all that. Mm-hmm. And then when this company started, you know, failing a little bit, I took over this and got into it massively. Okay. Did, now, ha, the, so the reason I was asking is since you weren't, weren't a tat, haven't tattooed anybody, have you been able to meet any like major league baseball players who have gotten tattoos with your ink or just been able to grace yourself in their presence because of working with your, in your industry? Yes. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure if I ran into anyone like that, that does that, but I'm sure there's a ton of celebrities who have gotten tattooed or inks. Cause at one point we were the top ink in the world for many years, all the way till the probably lower part of 2000 maybe 2006 7 and then after that everybody started getting into the business so then there started being inks all over it's like 150 ink companies now we're back then we're going maybe, crazy maybe three or four of us uh, that's yeah. still that's so, still pretty impressive have our our ink yeah no and and i have looked at your guys you know your your convention like your page and everything and i checked out who's coming and dude i'm stoked that looks, it's going to be fun. It's going to be so awesome. And I'm excited to see what's going to be there. And I know our good friend is going to be there with Galaxy Pops. He's going to be selling his Funko Pops and everything, which is how we got to know each other here is, you know, we our mutual friend. And so it's, I'm excited about this. I, you've got this amazing convention. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit. You know, uh, how did, the, let's take this at first. How did something like this come into fruition? How do you go from, you know, being an electrician to doing your own t- supplies and for tattoos to making a whole con for this? So my thing is, I was in the tattoo, when I was doing the tattoo conventions across the country, mm-hmm. and I was very intrigued on, on conventions and all that. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to put this convention on, but I wanted the experience to do that. And by me and the experience, I had to see other conventions and how they were work and i wanted to get all the pros and cons of them make sure i get you know all the pros in there and get rid of all the cons and try and make this the best convention i could ever have so i wanted to be the first one to ever put one on in connecticut because there really hasn't been one there might have been a smaller ones back in the day that i don't know of so i can't say there was never one but i've never heard of one mm. and i wanted to be the first one to put one on here i thought it would be the right thing because i have experience with the artist I wanted uh, people to be able to have uh, a go-to place under one roof with many different styles and versatile artists that they can get some work done by. Okay. Now, how many years have you been doing this now? 
So this is my 10th year this year, 10th annual, a big year for us. Yes. Do you guys doing anything special for this one? So we're blowing up the 10th annual. We have all limited edition shirts, 10th annual. We're just kind of blowing up the 10th annual. Okay. Uh, but all in all, um, it's just a very good experience to be able to still run this 10 years later. That is awesome. So since we're talking about how you created this thing and it's the 10th anniversary of it, uh, take, take a moment to tell me, like, let's, let's talk about this festival. You know, what is this festival? So this festival is, is mixed with tattoo, entertainment, mm. celebrity, drinking, food. It's a whole big atmosphere that anyone could ever want to go to under one roof. So we have, besides we have tattoo artists, which is the main course of this tattoo event, we have people that, first of all, can't maybe not be able to get tattooed or maybe um, they just want to come for the entertainment. We have some crazy mind-blowing sideshows um, like Christian Minda. He's coming from Poland. He won America, was a runner-up for America's Got Poland. And he is coming down here with a burlesque also coming from Poland who are going to be phenomenal uh, sideshow acts. Very dangerous very experienced, very professional. Mm. Um, besides them, we have live music like Sage King, who is killing in the industry. He, he has the potential to make it big time in the, in the music industry, um, nice. along with Wild Side and just so many different things uh, going on. We have Robert Mukes. Um, he's a, um, he played on the House of a Thousand Corpse. He's six foot eight and one hell of a guy. I've met him three times. Um, he's coming to my show again for the third time and I'm just amazed to have him. So I'm excited. Now, that, first off, that's awesome. Uh, so you're, you're definitely providing this. So I'm not even going to lie. When I first thought about this, I was thinking like, oh, it's just going to be, you know, a bunch of vendors, artists, Dylan showing off stuff, people getting tattoos. But you've taken it to a whole different level that I didn't even like think about. The, the entertainment, the music and food. I don't even know why I didn't think about food. And that's Kevin's love language right there. You've got to have food. So, <laughs> so, so how could we get somebody like Kevin, who's never had a tattoo before? Could we get him to this and get him a tattoo? Like, what would we, what would you do to inspire I'm, somebody to get a tattoo? I'm looking at the website right now, and you're saying uh, the road warrior looking guy with the flamethrower. That looks pretty cool already. Is Christian Minda? That looks awesome. Uh, you've got it. Sounds like it's just something to go to, whether or not you like tattoos. Absolutely, that's why I put it you because it's something there for everybody. Whether you're a kid, you're adult, you're a teenager. There's activities like cornhole, Jenga, uh, Connect Four. I mean, there's so many endless amount of things to do under this one roof indoors. That's so awesome. Um, let's see here. I do want to go back to. Uh, the torture you guys were talking about of getting a tattoo. Oh yeah. What, what makes someone go from like a, something small on their wrist or their shoulder to needing a full sleeve to getting their eyelids tattooed to full body modification. Is there like an actual tattoo addiction? So it's crazy you say that because that, that is a true fact. It is an addiction. I got my first tattoo when I was very young, um, underage actually. <laughs> Um, and it was just a heart with a knife to it. Back then, that was that was pretty cool, man. You got it off a piece of flash. That was a cool thing to do. It's covered up since then. But after I got that one, I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be my only one. And now it's uh, I'm 43 years old, and over 25 years later, I am covered. You know why? Because it's addicting. It's every piece of art has a meaning behind it, um, and it, it 
kind of expresses who you are. And it's what's so good about this industry. Everyone can express who they are. Um, you don't have to be weird in this industry. You can be wherever the hell you want to be. And it's just amazing. It's a great feeling. Yeah, I, I met one guy once and uh, he was covered in tattoos and he said he never got one unless he could hang a picture of it up in his house, look at it every day for a year. And if he still liked that picture after a year, he would get the tattoo because he knew wow. he wasn't going to get sick of looking at this thing on him. And that, that's my thing. I've never had something where I'm like, oh, I really, I really like how this looks and I want to see it every day or I want to show people it every day. So I say you think about the most important part of your life, some history, uh, your favorite like rock band. I mean, you were into that, that band, it's history right there. And it's something that's going to mean something to you for the rest of your life. You're never going to forget it. It's still in your head right now. You can be out of it for years and years and years, and you still know that you were in that band. I mean, as a, just kind of little ideas of what you can possibly get as for a tattoo. Yeah, Steve was talking about little uh, D&D dice tattoos. I've got a couple kids, birthdays, an easy way to remember, right, right in my arm. <laughs> Anniversary. Not cheating. <laughs> that's dedication is what that is. You know, you get your anniversary and birthdays tattooed. Like, that's how you know you care because you're willing to spend the money and, put, you know, actually get it inked onto you. That's 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 dedication. But I've seen cool ones. Like, uh, I'm a fisherman and I see guys will get like a, a little ruler on their leg. So they hold the fish up to their leg and you see it's, you know, it's an eight inch fish. It's a 12 inch fish. And, but what, what are some of the, the trends that you've seen in the tattoo world that you either really liked or really hated? Ooh. Liked or really hated. Oh God. It's such an open, diverse industry that there's nothing I really hated about it. I think that's why I love it so much because there's really nothing to hate about this. Like the tribal you... things, you ever get like so, something gets so overdone, you just get sick of it? Or you just love seeing people express and get something put on their body that they like? <laughs> this is why we love this industry because we can do whatever we want. It just feels great. It looks great. <laughs> Actually, have you seen the ones, they're all over TikTok and I don't know if they're legit or not. And that's, you're, you're the go-to guy for this one, actually, mm-hmm. where it looks like a like a boy scout patch where they look like they're stitched it's like actually stitch patching illusion are those legit or is that like this is so that's it's a it's a sort of a newer style and it is Uh a lot of it's legit i mean anyone can photoshop tattoos but you know i can tell you that it is out there i actually sponsor a guy patch from canada who does amazing stitch work it's phenomenal it's like wow it looks like literally somebody stitched the whole thing on there not tattooed it so yes it is a, a style that's amazing right now and i do sponsor a guy or two that does that kind of stuff so yes how, how long does that one actually last because we, we all know ta- with the exception of kevin maybe is that tattoos fade to some extent and that's part of the the ambiance that goes with it because you you design some tattoos to where they fade and they get better with age is this one one of those ones or is this one like once it's gone it's gone kind of like ugh. no i mean uh, i mean fading i mean it could take years and years to fade it can take you know it more or less takes years to fade because you'd have to be in the sun every day of your life pretty much to, to for the sun to beat on its favorite i mean i have tattoo on my leg i wear shorts all the time everyone asked me if i got this done last year no i got this done 20 years ago it looks just like it was done yesterday so it's nice. how you take care of it put lotion on some sunscreen when you go in the sun if you just let the sun beat on it without any kind of uh, lotion or or sp40 or, or some kind of sunscreen on then yeah it's gonna it's gonna fade because now you're burning the skin out where if you protect it you put a wall up over it when the sun beats on it i think it'll last you forever and the, and the fading will be very minimum but yes they will fade after you get older your body starts to grow or you gain weight or you lose weight there's so many aspects of why it could fade why it could look 
a little different as you age. Um, that depends on your body, the, the temperature your body is and, and the heat and the cold, you know, expand all that stuff. So, nice. so what all goes right. into the quality of a tattoo? Like I assume, you know, an artist has different skill levels, but does the, is the quality of the ink make a difference? Does the type of needle make a difference? So the quality of the ink, yes, absolutely. Because it's about the pigments and, and the way they mix it and the preserves they put in it, all that, all that good stuff to make a very good solid ink. I mean, most people out there, I'd say quite a bit, um, probably a good 80 to 90% of the world knows the top brands. Um, and, but it really does come down to the artist um, and their professionalism and how experienced they are, because you can always not go in deep enough. You can go in too deep and scar it and, and the ink will just bleed out because it's, you're going in too deep. So it's traumatizing the skin. There's so many aspects of why a tattoo can fade quicker. Um, but usually you'll tell right after it heals of um, what kind of work you got done and, and how, uh, how good it came out or not. Nice. Right. Um, so you seem to be pretty knowledgeable here on tattoos. So I'm gonna put you on the spot here just a little bit. And if you don't know the answer, that's absolutely okay. But uh, what can you tell me about the history of tattoos and how it's affected culture? So the, the history has changed for many, many years. I mean, it used to be back in the day for cavemans and, and uh, tribes and all that to mark themselves and, and their people. Um, but it, it has evolved so much by being you know, something you picked off a of flash and tattooed your body to now having a multiple different styles of art and custom artists who now don't want to use, most of them don't use flash anymore. So you always got a unique custom tattoo. So the, they evolved so much where, you know, it's not underground anymore. We became above ground. And um, with that came rules and, and restrictions and regulations. So it actually made it a safer industry as well. Um, so this, uh, this evolved pretty well uh, from back in when it first started, but this thing's been around for years and years and years. So the history of it is just amazing. And it keeps changing. It keeps evolving like the stitch tattoo. You now have that where it came down to just flash, then it came to custom work, and now uh, you have glitter tattoos, you have um, portrait, you have all kinds of different styles, traditional. I mean, it's just it's endless amount of things that can be in this industry now. So it's always growing and evolving. How now? How do you keep up with that as a you know as a supplying industry uh, business too? Like, how do you stay one half a step ahead? So we try to see and, and see where things are going, like. Um, uh, the stitch work uh he's like okay we have artists that hey these colors make great stitch work and I'll, I'll contact my artist like hey you know that that new design you're doing what kind of colors do you use um do you use our straight out of our bottles or do you pre-mix them for this and like no we pre-mix them to make this this and that so i'm like well why don't we take those and we'll, we'll take the parts that you use to tattoo those with and we'll make you know big mass production of it so we're always trying to evolve by making new colors on the style of art that keeps changing with the industry so we're always trying to stay on top of it that's absolutely amazing. It truly is. Um, with that too, we're also, you know, the mixing technology. You know, we have new ink, ink mixing machines that are now all uh, digital driven and, and you can uh, program it and calculate it to make sure that all the, the pigments and the, the inks are getting mixed up to the, the finest ground that they could possibly be at. That's pretty freaking epic. Um, now, now here's my next question that follows up all that is, do you have a history of tattoo exhibit at your convention? And if not, are you going to put in one <laughs> exhibit as like a museum? Like you walk through and it's like the history of tattoos and you have like a caveman with like a sailor Jerry tattoo on them. And then you go further on and have a sailor with a sailor Jerry tattoo, you know, I was or... gonna ask, ask you guys if you want to dress up and let's, let's do this. <laughs> but... oh, I'm down. I'll... Yeah, Kevin, no, you need to be no. the uh, caveman though. 
<laughs> just a blueberry on um, a stick stabbed in my arm yeah right so, say that so, so there are we do have um all of our events we have somebody dressing up we had uh, uh uh some robots that were dressed up as robots we had transformer costumes I mean, there's always some cool costume walking around there and they just they want the attention and and pictures media driven so you see all that there it's almost like a con but a lower version for dressing up but overall they, they mash together you know I was thinking it's 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 like a comic con, but like more misfits driven or you know driven than costume driven. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I like it. It's awesome, dude. Oh, it's uh, phenomenal. So now that I know that's there, let's you know kind of segue into this, like uh because I want to know nerd culture has definitely at least god, I would say at least in the last two decades or so has definitely driven up and becoming a lot more popular, especially with the Marvel movies, you know, the X-Men movies and, you know, Superman and Spider-Man and DC. So how has that affected, you know, the tattoo culture? How has that affected like the, you know, what we see in tattoos? So, I mean, those, so what happens is these, these shows come out and everybody loves um, Wolverine, Superman, Batman, all the Marvel movies coming out. So when these movies come out, it it actually inspires artists and not just artists, but customers to get those kind of Marvels and and shows on their skin. So you'll see the Wolverine on somebody's skin, you'll see the Batman on somebody's skin, the Superman. Every time a new movie comes out, it gives the artist something awesome to tattoo on clients who want to get those kind of tattoos. And it, you'll see that all the time. As soon as you see like a new Marvel movie coming out, the very next week, if it blew up, you'll see those tattoos spread out to the world. It's cool. Just now, I got the Avatar on my leg actually. When Avatar uh, was such a huge hit on it, that's one of the ones that got done over twenty some years ago. It looks like it was done yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, do you, does nerd culture seem to have more of a, an effect in the tattoo industry over sports, or is, does sports seem to still be like the number one? No, the, the other, the nerd part is, is where it's at. And I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can get the big loops in your ears. You can get implants in your body. It, it's just amazing. Endless amount of things you can do in the tattoo industry to not make you have to feel like you're not wanted somewhere. You're always wanted in this industry. That's awesome. Um, now I do want, I know we kind of got away from the con, but I want to go back to it because, you know, you did touch on a lot of different things. Like you touched on stuff that's there um but you know is there anything which is the thing if if somebody is going to it what are the things that they should be looking for like how would you guide them through this convention so basically we have a pamphlet guidebook so they can see everything's going on so a lot of people will pick uh the sideshows they want to see and they'll Mm -hmm. be able to find uh our events in the program book um as far as artists um some of them can go online and pre-book right online Mm -hmm. um don't be discouraged if you can't find something like that because it is overwhelming, especially as we get near the event. Massive amount of artists start filling into that uh, website. So it might mm-hmm. be hard to, to book them if you don't do it fairly early. So my best suggestion is you come on a Friday where there's a lot of artists that don't even take pre-bookings and they want to take you right in the spot. And if they already booked that day, they might be a better chance to get you in at least booked throughout the weekend right there on the spot. So there's so many different styles. I say go to each booth, look mm-hmm. at their work. You'll be able to find a style that adapts to you at least, and you'll be able to hopefully set up an appointment with these guys to get tattooed. Um, and while you're waiting, there's also so many different shopping vendors from clothing to antiques, um, uh, books, comics, 
it's just endless amount of things that you can be looking to shop at as well as tattooing. That's awesome. And, and I know you did talk about a lot of different people that we were, you know, that are going to be there. Um, is there anybody that you else that you're really excited about that is coming? Anybody from the tattoo artist industry? Yes, absolutely. I have uh, Stefano Alcantara, who is um, originally from Peru, but owns many tattoo shops. He's a, a big time, well-known celebrity in the artist world of black and gray. He's took art school. He teaches. He's just amazing all around guy. Uh, we also have Douglas Prudente coming from Brazil, who is probably one of the most famous and best black and gray artists I've ever seen. He's the master of black and gray. Really? Um, we have Stephen Teft, who is a very good friend of mine. We actually put another show on at Mohegan Sun, the New England Tattoo Expo. And uh, he's won season two of Ink Master and um, was one of the coaches on another Ink Master show. Uh, so, I mean, we got Xavier from Exclusive Ink and Rocky Hill. I mean, the amount of celebrity and talent we have is unbelievable. And not just them, even the people that ain't as well known. There's some people that are, there's a lot of artists that are just as good as as all them. Those are just some of the guys that are very well known and really took a step up into making themselves well known like they are. That's awesome. Now, I realize we've been talking about it, but we didn't say when it is. And I feel like that's kind of important. So when is this oh, convention dude. going down? <laughs> it was every day because i love them so much but it is october 14th to the 16th at the harford ct convention center that's awesome um and i know you said this is your 10th year and i that is absolutely exciting um where do you think you're going to be you know you i know you're planning for this and you're, you're in those final steps but where do you think you're going to do or rather i should ask this what do you think you're going to do different next year because you've set the mark at 10 years, this is your special. How are you going to one up that next year? So it's, it's very tough. We always got to keep wanting up it. But my biggest thing is um, before I get into that, I want to say yeah. we have one of the probably best color portrait artists in the world who will be at this event. His name's Evan Ole, and he has won all kinds of awards. It's very okay. hard to get him because his work is so impeccable. You have to check him out, um, Evan Ole, and he's signing up this week. He'll be online soon on my website. Oh which is www.tommystattooconvention.com. Um, so you can see all the stuff there. But as far as uh, next year trying to, to do something different, I always try to bring different talent in on stage. So mm. this was not always the same. I try to change it up all the time. I try and get um, some small acts, medium acts, big acts, uh, our main act. And mm. I try and really, really good, famous local bands and a couple bands that are trying to get their name out there. So we want to make everyone feel like they're part of the show. Um, besides that, we try to get some of the bigger artists in the world. Like, you know, we've had, you know, at our conventions, we've had a Paul Booth there. We've had uh, Clean Rock, Pooch. I mean, it's, it's endless amount of celebrity artists we keep getting there. So we just want to keep upping the artist list, upping the booth, and also uh, getting some new talent in there. My God, I am so impressed. And like on so many levels, the fact that you're doing respecting and trying to boost local while also bringing in big names, that's amazing on so many levels that's me that's that's awesome dude um i can't believe i didn't ask this and i did want to ask you this um why do you think tattoos are so popular so i always i always say i think pop they're so popular they've always been popular they're just so now well known because people don't have to walk down the street thinking oh my god they're picking me up because of my tattoos now it's like if you don't have a tattoo 
you're the odd one. But now, Kevin, <laughs> it really expresses who you are. I mm. mean, you can be in the family and get a portrait on your, you can, your dog can pass, you get that. Uh, you're in a rock band that you're no longer a part of. You get that. I mean, there's so many, your bodies uh, of tattoos are a history of your life and your emotions. And you just put it all together and it's just a great thing. Dude, that's awesome. Um, honestly, I, Kevin, do you have any fin- final questions? Because I yeah, love I was how this thinking, is like, ended. This is your 10th year. This has gotten bigger and bigger. We had a D&D podcast recently about uh, Critical Role, how big that is, and the movie coming out, and how D&D has exploded recently. What kind of things, like Miami Inc., has, did that have just a, an overwhelming impact on the tattoo industry where it really got a lot of things going and changed the face of it? Yeah, so the TV shows definitely made this a whole nother level. It made it more broad and it made it more exposed. So that's when, you know, different things start happening with health departments getting involved. And now there has to be regulations and code, which we always believe in standards. You always had that, have to have that. So that's good. But yeah, they, um, they have definitely brought this industry to a whole nother uh, level. So you're going to, there's more and more people getting tattooed. There's more artists jumping into this business. Um, there's people taking art school and coming out of art school and tattooing because there, there is a lot to be done in this tattoo industry. There's a lot of uh, work and you can travel all over the, uh, the world. You can take this art and you can tattoo in Miami one day and you can go to California the next day and still make money um, because tattoo shops can promote you as well. So yeah, these shows come a long way. They brought us to another level. That's awesome. Does that, that excite you? You know, do you, or did it bring, I don't want to say brought fear, but like, it definitely put a limelight on you. It did. Yeah. In the beginning, we we're a little nervous, but you know, like everything, you know, when things grow, things change and evolve. And as long as you evolve with them at the right time, things can happen. Um, don't do it late. <laughs> uh, so, to, so for someone who doesn't have that too, like I'm, I'm open to getting one. I have no like, you know, hardcore. I would never sully my skin with ink or anything like that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what what makes like what's a cheap tattoo? Fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, and what's an expensive tattoo? You know, ten thousand dollars. What's the scale between like an artist's sense of worth and then you pay what you get for and everything? Exactly how you said it. You pay what you get for. Okay. You can get a seventy-five dollar tattoo. You can get a ten-dollar tattoo. You don't want that. But I mean, minimum is usually a standard at a tattoo shop is 75 to hundred dollars minimum, no matter what, cause they got to, you know, they got overhead. They got to make sure they make their money. Um, but if you're looking um, to get a, a tattoo, it could be different from every artist. If you want uh, different styles, you want realistic, you want basic color flash. There's so many different pricing when it comes to that. So I can't really give you a, an estimate of certain artists, but I can say you're in a range from $75 for a piece to $2,500 for a, for a project. <laughs> so okay. it depends and you want to be used and how much detail you want into that tattoo, but there's so many different versatile parts of pricing when it comes to getting a tattoo per artist. I, don't, I was going to say, I think honestly, my, even my most simplest, I think I paid about $200 for easily. And yeah. that was, uh, God, what was that? It was a, I was in South Africa and I got the, the great white shark tribal done that like mm-hmm. done. And that was, back in my younger days but thank you by the way for going along with my derp of the sentence i meant to say you get what you pay for and tom went right with it it's like yeah no you steve you said that right and i'm like hell yeah and then i'm like ah it's recorded 
Uh, because you get that tattoo now. You pay what you yeah, get for yeah, it. You pay what no you regrets. get for it. No regrets, right? That's that's the new one. You pay what you get for. I like yeah. it. I'll get that inked. Um, but when now you are looking for an artist and you're trying to look at, hey, you know, yeah, that's a great what style you want, right? Hmm. And you want to go through the work. Always look at the work first. Don't just don't take the word for it. Look at the work. Because even if they're a great artist, it might not be your style. It might not be something you're looking for. You want a different style. But you want to look for the line work, how smooth it is. Make sure there's not, you know, a messy amount of lines. Um, you want to make sure the shading's uh, good. You want to make sure it's clean. And it just looks really pertaining to you. Um, you can tell... A lot of people can't tell, I should say, from a good tattoo to a bad tattoo because an inexperienced guy getting a tattoo wouldn't know that. Um, that's why I always tell people, if you know me or, or if you heard my company, email me and I will give you a good idea what to look for, you know. So I would definitely look at their work and right then and there, you should be able to tell, hey, you know, it's good lining, it's good shading, it's good uh, detail. All those things take an effect to it, the sharpness of it, um, the saturation of the colors you'll just see it all stick out and it'll make sense to you when you look at it. All right. What's easier for a tattoo artist. You bring your own picture, say, I want this, or you sit down with them, you pay them for the, some time and you create a, a picture with them. Like they'll sketch something for you based on what you're talking about. Are they both options or are they have like a book you flip through? Yeah. I mean, there's so many, like I said, there's so many different types of artists out there. So it could be all of that, but most people, you know, most artists like you to bring an idea to them mm-hmm. and then they want to take that idea and run with it because they want you to have what you ha- want, but they also want to put their twist into it to make it, you know, their style of work on your body. Nice. All right. That's awesome. So I want to end this with this, the, the thought in people's memories, where to go and when to go. So, sir, one more time, where can people, where is this convention and when is it? This convention is October 14th to the 16th at the Hartford, Connecticut Convention Center. And it will, the doors will open at 4 p.m. on Friday. We close at 11. Saturday will be 12 to 11. Sunday, 12 to 8. And besides that, we have after parties on Friday and Saturday. Friday is at Minx and Saturday at the uh, Bear Smokehouse, which is the best barbecue in the entire area. Now I've been there. Mm. They've got good barbecue. I might go just for the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I am Southern. I do like me some good barbecue. So that that's I'm sold right there. If I wasn't yep. sold on the tattoos. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much, uh, Tommy Ringwald. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you for uh, being a part of this nerdy experience with us. And thank you for answering all of our questions. Kevin, are you sold on getting a tattoo now we're gonna go do this uh this was enlightening um maybe it's a definite maybe i gotta find something i want that's fair (laughs) just don't stare at it for a year that's all i ask it's next the 11th uh convention uh so let's go ahead and let's wrap this up as always please like subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and if you are listening to us on apple or spotify please remember to rate and review we're also on instagram and facebook so please like and follow us at dna pod or on twitter at NerdDNAPod, or on our webpage, NerdDNAPod.com. I'm Steve Yu. I've been joined by my good friend and soon-to-be tattooed connoisseur. He's going to get a bunch of them, uh, Mr. Kevin Bobbins, as well as the amazing, the impeccable, the absolutely uh, knowledgeable Tommy Ringwald. Sir, lady, uh, sirs, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Thank you for having me, man. This was a very great experience. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, and good night. <laughs>